And now we are back, y'all. We are going to dive right into how we let go and move forward. So we've addressed all of these problematic behaviors and the things that really fall on us. We have to take responsibility for why we won't let go and why it's so hard to let go. I don't care the type of relationship. I don't care the type of person, the place or the thing. A lot of times it's the same type of process. It's the same type of process of letting go and growing. So how do we move forward? The first thing is realizing that it's okay to change or step away and that you're working to create your best self. One thing I used to do a disservice with myself on is that I somehow in my head had this whole thing of why the people in my life needed me to be a part of their lives so badly. Why was it so important for me not to step away? What would they be losing? If they lost me, then their worlds would crumble. If they didn't have me around, then maybe they wouldn't be able to achieve what they wanted to achieve or do what they wanted to do. What I had to realize was I was starting to take on the role of God and I ain't God. God, I am not. (laughs) right? People have a lot of the same advantages and also disadvantages that you have. And so I think one thing that has helped me is to realize that I'm not the beginner or the ender of the things that they choose to do. A lot of people have very good knowledge of the fact that they have free will and that they should be choosing to do the things that they need to do in order to sustain themselves. It's not my job to handle myself and them. It's not my job to be their keeper all the time. Now, of course, as family, we love, we stay, we, we take care of all of those things that are necessary, especially as life hits. But I'm talking about all of this unnecessary, unneeded, you know, let me borrow $5, $200, $2,000 over here because I've made dumb decisions and mistakes and I want you to clean them up. That's not your job. Okay, and people in your life that are holding that kind of place are holding you back because you can't save money. (laughs) You can't do the things you want in life. You cannot feel fulfilled. You also get a sense of anxiety. You know why? Because you're always wondering when's the next time the ball is going to drop and not because you dropped it. You are also putting extra anxiety and pressure on yourself because you have to stay and remain perfect while everything around you remains chaotic and you must be the peace in the middle of the storm rather than you having people who provide you with peace and joy and love and all of those things and instill in you great things and purpose. And no one needs to be that all the time. Some of us need to be allowed to be a mess at times. Some of us need to be allowed to have issues at times, but when we're not given that respect, when we're not uh, allowed that type of a thing, then we as people do not get to see our full range of capabilities. We don't get to see um, how, how we are growing. And what you have to also realize is you're doing that person a service. It's not doing them any good for you to take care of all their problems, to help them move forward and be their best or, or do what they think they're supposed to do. You become an enabler and you become a person who's preventing them from seeing their full potential and their full range. So think about that. And also with places, the way that that works out is that just because you used to go to clubs and back in the day, you don't have to be 
35 plus and 50 plus standing in the same clubs. You don't need to be doing that. First off, you don't need to be spending your money on that. That could be an extra part of your 401k, your IRA. It could be a part of, if you don't know what I'm talking about here, you need to really be doing your research. But also, it's not propelling you to anything. It's not making you necessarily a better person. I don't know uh, what clubs y'all attend and I'm not talking about extracurricular activities and clubs that, you know, support a sisterhood or brotherhood. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the ones with the booty shaking, the twerking, the all of that nine dogging nobody for being, look, let me, don't, don't think Dr. Nina shame you. Cause I've been there too. I used to be in the clubs too, but used to be is the word, baby. When it didn't pay me, I didn't pay it. Okay, so think about the return that you're getting on your time. What is spending your time there giving you? Okay, so that's how you eliminate places. The next thing is realize you don't have to make space for everyone and everything. Everything and everyone does not need to be on your next list of things that need to be tackled, helped, or moved forward. I too learned this the hard way when I was always trying to do things of mine uh, in a shorter period of time, procrastinating on those things and not giving them my all. And yet I was spending all this time on other people, solving their issues, solving their problems, spending a lot of times contemplating what could be done to help them when they wasn't even spending that kind of time on that stuff. Uh-uh. It's time out for that. And so you have to realize that you can't make full space for all of that and that's okay and the faster you start to be more selective in your time the faster that you start to say no in certain situations the way that we do that and I talked about this in one of the last episodes um, is that when we say no somehow that leaves us feeling this sense of emptiness or that people are not going to care for us as much and that's okay if you saying no and being assertive with your time turns people away it's letting you know who needs to be a part of your time and I'll leave it at that. The next thing is focus on building healthy relationships and outlets and also focus on the ones you already have. One thing that we tend to do when we start to let go of certain relationships, people and things is we start to think about how we're going to miss them, how they're going to be gone and how we're going to no longer have them. But guess what? Sometimes we're not focusing on the healthy relationships and outlets we already have. We spend so much time trying to build up, trying to foster such a healthy or, or grand relationship with things that never deserved our time that we forget to nurture those relationships that deserve every part of us, every piece of us that are going to propel us further for our goals that are going to help us be better. And I too have fallen victim of that. You, you pay too much attention on a relationship or pay too much attention to a person or a relationship or a place that you have no business being in, that you have no business being with. I find that this happens a lot in especially toxic or more toxic romantic relationships, friendships, and even family relationships where you're spending all this time figuring out why are they treating me this way? Why are they doing this to me? Why are they harming me? That we're not focused on the people who are not doing these things to us, who are building us up, who are in our corner, who are trying to help us solve the problem of the unhealthy people. 
Just think about it. Think about how many times you've wrecked your brain over something that's not good for you. And let's take it even further. Not that they necessarily did anything specifically to harm you, but they have not done anything to make you feel better or help propel you to your best self. And that's something that you need to be aware of. The next thing is focus on being sad about it. And that sounds a bit rough but process it and then don't be bitter. And I really can leave that one at that. But what I want to say is sometimes we spend so much time not trying to focus on something or, or situation that we had a hand in creating. We try to look past it and, and yeah, we just going to be okay. We going to be better. It's fine. But if you don't focus on actually being sad about it and the loss of it, and perhaps the loss that this person is going to represent in your life or this place that you used to frequent, no longer going there or finding some new, something new or some new outlet that's going to fulfill you, then you're never going to acknowledge the impact emptiness that you might feel from losing that thing. If you've been captain save a person your whole life and you've been in these relationships and these friendships that have always deserved your attention and you certainly turn around one day and you decide I am going to reclaim my time, then what do you do with your time now, right? If you are not okay being sad in that moment and realizing that you're going to have to replace this time you're going to have to find some refocusing abilities you're going to have to go through the hard and tough feelings of what you're feeling you're not going to be able to avoid it sometimes you have to go down in the negative in order to elevate then you're going to find yourself in a lot of the same predicaments. You're going to have to think of something that replaces that thing you're losing too. And it doesn't have to be the same type of relationship. It might be something different. It might be something that just gives you the chance for a fun outlet, something that's great for you, a hobby, um, a chore, something that you're interested in or learning something or researching something. But as long as you process that, take it in really well and don't become bitter for it, then you'll be better for it. The next thing is don't get sucked back in. And and this one is plain and simple. A lot of times because we experience that boredom or because we no longer have that exciting drama-filled person in our lives, we go looking for mess. And sometimes we look for they mess. So every time they call, every time they want us to do something, every time the club is hopping and popping, we right there. Talking about how we ain't got no money, but we always spending it. Talking about how we ain't got no resources, but we really not trying to save or do anything that keeps us from being able to face rainy days and rainy type people. Remember to invest in yourself at all times and remember to be around those that want to see you invest in yourself and invest in you as well. Don't get sucked back in into what a person has given you. And regardless... You're going to remember the good times with a person or a place or thing that you used to engage in. There's going to be good times, but you must also remind yourself of the times that were not so great, that did not leave you feeling the best, that were not equally distributed. And what I mean by that, if you're experiencing more bad than good in any relationship, place or thing that you take a part of, then you need to replace that thing. You need to move out of that and not only replace it, maybe just chill for a little while, realize why you getting sucked back into that mess. 
What's going on with you? Do you need professional treatment? Do you need help? Which is okay. And I'm not saying that in a condescending tone or manner, but maybe you need to figure out where you're fitting into this. Maybe you're adding to toxicity. Maybe you're not a good person to help solve the problem that you think you're solving. Maybe you're only enabling. And that's something that you have to look at as well. The next thing is realize if you lose other people due to stepping away from this particular person, place, or thing, they may not have been truly invested in your life to begin with. And what I mean there is sometimes us letting go of people can seem to be harmful to other people. And even in your family, you know, you might get people that say, well, why? I'm just giving an example here, y'all. Now, I'm really funny with these examples, but... You might have family that's like, well, why you ain't over here talking to Uncle Tim? You know, you and Uncle Tim used to be close. And you like, well, Uncle Tim used to steal money from me. Uncle Tim didn't care nothing about me. Uncle Tim was not trying to help me. Uncle Tim ain't never sent me a book while I was in school. But yet I was sending him money on his books and other things. Y'all catch my drift here. But they want you to stay a part of that mess. They want you to stay a part of an everlasting ring of triflingness. And, and not to say that they just want the bad for you, but because it's become a habit for everybody to feed into something that's not good for them, they want you to do it too. Misery loves company. And when you choose to move beyond that, even though you're going to be nice to Uncle Tim, you're going to talk to him at all the family functions, you're going to be cool with him, but you ain't going to be spending your extra time, money, and resources on Uncle Tim right, you reallocating and reclaiming your time, then people need to be okay with that. And if they stop loving you or stop fooling with you, as we call it, because of that, because of your betterment of self, not because you're looking down on anybody, not because you want to treat people bad because of where you are and where they are not, but because you want to be more assertive with what you have and what you're doing and you want to move onward and upward, then that's not your problem. That's their problem. And we're going to leave that there. The next thing is think about what you have learned. One thing we fail to do sometimes is to think about how we fit into the equation of the things that we're experiencing. And we don't think about or take seriously what we've learned. And that's how we find ourselves in the same situations with the same type of people, places, and things. Until you accept where you are, why you're there, what hand you played in it, and face it, and be uncomfortable with that, with that for a while, you're not going to move forward. And that's something that you owe to yourself and you owe to your future. So y'all, that is all for today. I realize that leaving different people, places and things and letting things go is hard. It's not easy. It's not easy as one, two, three. It's not easy as a five-step book or a 10-step removal program. It just is not realistic. It takes time. And it starts with saying no. It starts with standing up for yourself and it starts for understanding, starts with understanding your future, what you want for you and how others fit into that and how the places you're frequenting fit into that. Now, I know you got it in you. You can do better and you probably know in listening to me right now what you've been doing and where you fit. And I, I'm just telling you because I've been there too and I see it all the time. This is not something that you're alone in, but it may seem that you feel alone, but now is the time to be able to make those differences, create new networks, and become the best you that you can possibly be. 
So that's it, y'all. <laughs> Make sure that you stay tuned for more every week. Subscribe to know when I post my next episode. Definitely to this podcast. It's on many different platforms, including Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. I'm everywhere. You hear me? <laughs> also sign up for my e-newsletter at drninaellishervey.com where you'll also receive my free eight-day supernatural video course and you can also find me on youtube at beautiful brown baby doll or beautiful brown baby doll tv on instagram facebook and twitter at the same name i really hope to see you guys and i hope to talk with you i hope that you'll make sure that you take some of the clips from this podcast make sure you post it and tag me so i can know what you're enjoying also shoot me your ideas and your questions your thoughts and all of that i do respond i try to respond to as many people as possible but i also try to show you that i care by including you in upcoming episodes so Thank you so much, guys. I hope you have enjoyed today's talk and rhetoric and that you'll find a way to apply it in your real world life. It's been real, y'all. Dr. Nina signing out. Peace. Hey y'all, it's your girl, Dr. Nina. And today on Now That's Life, we're going to discuss how to let things go and move on. Sometimes people, places, and things hold us back from what we want and from true growth. So today we're gonna explore how to change that and how to take inventory of our own lives. I'm your host, Dr. Nina Ellis-Hervey. I'm a licensed clinical and school psychologist in the states of Texas and Louisiana. I'm a licensed specialist in school psychology, a nationally certified school psychologist, an associate and tenured professor, and a certified professional life coach. And this is the Now That's Life podcast. Now, while I want this podcast to be a helpful and also a great resource to you, it's definitely not meant to be a substitution for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. First off, I want to start by thanking you guys who are always and consistently interacting with me over on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of those places. And you guys have been really vocal about the things you want to hear from me and some of the things you want to hear in upcoming episodes and also getting feedback and input from you guys about what you would like to hear on my YouTube channel, my Instagram, all of that. So make sure that you're joining me over there so that you can really have input, interact with me, and also get some daily motivation. And y'all, today's topic was no different. Many of you all requested that I talked more about the people, places, and things that may be holding a place in your life right now, but they are totally holding you back. Now, everything that's holding you back isn't necessarily toxic, but it could be holding space in your life that could be better used for other things, giving you more space and opportunity to push yourself towards your goals, to make sure that you're right spiritually, that you're also right emotionally, physically, and all of those other things because we sometimes expend way too much energy on the things that really are not called for and that includes people places things and that includes families 
old friendships, old people from your life, your brother, your cousin, your sister, all of these different people who might be in your face every day just holding place and space. So let's talk about it. So I want to open up with two really great quotes that really represent this ideal and what we can do for ourselves and for others when getting better with this. I don't care if it's your mama, your daddy, whoever it is, you need to make space and you have to grow. You have to live your own life. So let's leave you with two quotes that might help you with that. So the first one, some people we just outgrow. Relationships might end with no real explanation as to why. And when that happens, respect the shift. Honor the growth and understand that not all roots can stay planted in the same soil forever. That quote is by Alex L. The next quote is, clutter is not just physical stuff. It's old ideas, toxic relationships, and bad habits. Clutter is anything that does not support your better self. That's by Eleanor Brown. Now, have y'all ever heard the quote, shift happens? I ain't say the other word. I said S-H-I-F-T. Hear me out here. (laughs) Shift happens. And we have to be willing to move and roll with the punches. Not all the time do things go as planned. Not all the time do people factor into every waking decision or every hour that you have in the day. Sometimes those plans change. I know that I've made promises in my past of BFFs and best friends forever and we're always going to do this and we're always going to hang out when in reality we can't uphold those things with everybody not everybody is going to have that space in your life not everything is going to have that space in your life everything literally has a reason and a season and some people even if they are staples in your life what you'll realize is you won't even have the time to speak with them all the time to hang with them all the time to do everything they want or be at their beckoning call or vice versa. You wouldn't expect that of them in your right mind. So that's what we're talking about here. How do we shift those things in a healthy manner? How do we make things work out and see them for reality? How do we also make sure we remove the things that are really taking away from us, even if we realize it yet or if we don't? But I'm gonna make y'all aware. There are so many times that I've had to take inventory of my life and I do this repeatedly throughout the years and I usually do remove things from my life that no longer belong. But in the past, y'all, this has been super hard for me, especially uh, to let go of things permanently. So sometimes it's even the people that are closest to you, such as family and your friends. I've had to find that out in some various different ways. And I also see this same behavior in some of the clients and the people that I work with, some of my students, some of my colleagues. Now, outside of being a psychologist, I've also had people tell me in my personal life that I am really one of those people that it just seems so simple for me to maintain discipline, to change habits and to even cut people and things off. (laughs) when it comes to my life. Um, But I've really come a long way and I have to really, first off, thank God for the wisdom, um, but also thank people like my mother and my own experiences, y'all. Don't overlook the negative experiences in your life because I feel like those have been the building blocks and the roadmaps for me to really be who I am right now. I had to learn. I had to learn early that 
Everything and everybody doesn't mean you good, even if they're just lukewarm in your life. So hear me out here. Just because a person isn't causing you immediate or imminent danger does not mean that they belong in your life. If they're not exciting or igniting something within you, if they're not pushing you towards your ultimate goals, if they are only standing still and keeping you in the same place, then they are just that, a placeholder. And that person or that thing can become just as dangerous as someone who is actively holding you back. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. Y'all, I can't be around her all day because I could talk about this topic forever in a day. I, I really could. But I want to talk about why we stick around and feel like we must keep people, places, and things in our lives that should no longer hold a place there because some things just run their course. Now, there are many people that talk about this. So I will discuss some of the top reasons, especially uh, from someone I like to read. I like to read her blogs, Associate Psychotherapist Vanessa Smith Bennett. So one of the first things is we believe we must be loyal or ride or die. Something about this new terminology, and it's not even new. I mean, ride or die has been around forever. Ride or die, you talk it, we live it. Yeah, I remember them days. I was a rough rider. Don't get me wrong. Don't 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 get caught out. <laughs> don't get caught out here, y'all. But we have been taught that we have to be ride or die, especially black women. Let's let's be real here. That we must take everything that we are the strongest that we can handle most anything that we can fight through everything even if it means a detriment to ourselves and I had to learn early that that is definitely not always true and not everybody has to have that level of loyalty from you not everything you do has to have that level of loyalty um, so we definitely feel guilty if we let go of things. But if you're not spending a lot of time with a person or on a thing or doing certain things in a specific place and you don't have much in common anymore, it really is OK to just step away. It's OK to remove yourself. It's OK to reclaim your time. So the next thing is we think we have to keep everyone in our lives happy, even if they don't do the same for us or if they don't even care to do the same for us. Now, this one is hitting home for you, girl, because I used to be the ultimate people pleaser. I've never hid from that. I'm a recovering people pleaser, but baby, I like to believe I'm on the other side of that thing because honestly, when I see people don't mean me any good and yet they trying to squeeze all the good from me, I will quickly run away. I, I just feel like it does a disservice for all parties. You definitely end up being one who's resentful hardened, upset, bitter, and I don't want any of that for my life. <laughs> but we will bend backwards, bend over backwards to keep order. We'll stop arguments. We'll keep people from not feeling included and only provide good feelings when it comes to us. Somehow we want everyone to have a 100% beautiful experience with us and we'll fight for that. We'll fight for the look of that, for other people to believe that we provide the ultimate grade A amazing experience while they can get away with providing us beans and potatoes. And there ain't nothing wrong with beans and potatoes. All of us eat them every now and again. However, they ain't necessarily top of the line. You ain't gonna catch them at a five-star restaurant. So why you giving five-star treatment for one star in return? And so learning that quickly <laughs> will help get you on your way. And I'm, I'm not even into solving the issue, but you know, your girl can't stay away from giving real world solutions. I, I just can't do it. 
But the next one is we have the fear of making people upset with us or we are afraid they won't like us or we are afraid of what they will say. This is one that I see the struggles of many times over for some strange reason we are super afraid of what people will say we will work up things in our heads that are not true we will tell ourselves that situations will go a certain way even if we decide to stick up for ourselves even if we decide to be a better person and say that even if we decide to own that now it's time for us to reclaim our time to be better do better want better then we're afraid of what other people will do or how they will respond. We fear not going to certain places, doing certain things, or not having things in common any longer. For some reason, even though that happens, and that's a natural course of life. I mean, just think about it. When you were in school, let's think about when you were in the third grade. You can hold on to everything you learned in the third grade. You wouldn't have moved past that to get to the fourth and fifth. And I mean, all of us was ready to go to middle school. Let's just be real middle school, high school, but we had to let go of the things of the old. Why is it that we still keep this mentality that we have to hold on to everything old? Half of you all wouldn't even wear a shoe that had a scuff on it. Why do you allow people in your life that got several scuffs all over them? And I'm not looking down on people. Let's just be real. Whatever level you're at, as long as you're showing progress and you want the best for those in your circle and you show that and you offer the best that you can give, that's one thing. But when you're just standing stagnant and holding everybody else back and when you're only expecting the same of your counterparts and you want to keep everybody at this lower level, then people should back away from you because you might be that person too. So I'm just keeping it real with y'all. That's, that's what we do over here. The next thing is we are afraid to rock the boat with our other relationships and connections related to the one that you might want to end. We're afraid of hurting our friends and family. And, and we see this one too many times. If you have that old friendship group, if you have that family group that meets up, that has this close bond or relationship or seemingly Let's be honest, seemingly close bond or relationships. Sometimes we know that those are just convenient bonds and relationships. Sometimes we fall victim of thinking that if we end our relationship with a certain portion of that or a part of that, then that's going to harm everybody and everyone's going to be upset with us. Everyone's going to hold a grudge towards us and no one will ever be there for us anymore because somehow we're a traitor. Somehow because we want to do something better for ourselves, we're bad. And I'm not saying, let me say this very clear, clearly, plainly, all of that is that it doesn't mean that you have to totally eliminate or throw someone away as we like to say, put them in the trash, the whole person in the trash, but you should be limiting your distance and watch the space that you're allowing them to occupy. That might be in your parking lot of life, you're allowing them VIP parking. You're allowing them three parking spots that are top of the line. And maybe you need to chop that down to one or a half of one and maybe they need to take the bus to where they're going. I'm just saying that sometimes we need to protect the parts of us that are essential. We need to protect the very sacred things about us that are, are great, that are growing, that are budding, that are becoming more gifted so that we can progress and grow. And that's not a selfish thing. We all look out for ourselves. Self-preservation is a real thing. And somehow when it comes to us that are always helping others, that are always there for others, that are always caping for others, 
then somehow we feel bad when we stop doing that or no longer desire to give that much of ourselves to those who might not deserve it. So all of these are key reasons why more particularly the people and some of the things in our lives have to go. And, and some of the reasons why we decide to hold on to them, because I think we always have to define the problem first so that we can work on it and see it within ourselves and what we've been doing to uh, cause detriment to ourselves. And so I want to make sure I make that clear, but also say something about these places. One of the things that I found that set me apart from some of the groups that I was frequenting was some of the places I was frequenting. And sometimes you need to let those things go too. I mean, I don't really go to clubs anymore. <laughs> I don't really do a whole lot of extracurricular, recreational, whatever you want to call it, things that are not geared towards helping me to motivate and stay on track with my goals, purpose, and focus. If they're not feeding me, I'm really not going to go there. I don't really spend a lot of money or time in places that don't pay me back. I don't spend a lot of money and time with people who don't pay me back. And I don't feel guilty for that any longer. And so sometimes what I realized is I wasted a lot of time investing in those things that were not paying me back. And, and what I mean here is I'm not saying your friends physically need to be able to pay you something and give you something, your family or any of that, but they should be feeding into your spirit. They should be wanting to motivate you and propel you to your best you, just as you do for them. What I was finding is I was getting an unequal bargain. So I was allowing them to shop at Neiman's while I was barely shopping at Ross. Let's just be real here. <laughs> and I think that something that we have to realize about ourselves that might be, that's why I included places here. Some of the places you're frequenting, are you finding those quality types of people that you're wanting relationships with? Are you finding those spaces that provide you with clarity, that provide you with focus, that provide you with goodness? Or are you settling for kind of bummy spots? What are you doing? And so we also have to eliminate the places that we're going, change that as well, so that we can get the types of treatment that we want, the type of people we want in our inner circles, and the types of things that we desire. If we don't let go of those things that are not feeding us, then we can easily be sucked in to what is not. So I hope you guys are enjoying your time right now. And definitely we're going to come back and talk about how we move forward with this thing. How do we become better? How do we stop giving ourselves to such things? And how do we let go? How do we ultimately do that in these situations? We're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we're going to talk about all of that. 